0: Alright, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. Welcome to it. I am back. I recorded this yesterday. I was on the plane this morning, and um, I got up very early. I got up, and you know, it's, it was dark out. I'm driving the rental car. You know, it's it cuts both ways, this road business. Today on the show, I talked to Adam Ray, all right? He's a comic. I see him at the store all the time. He's an actor. He's currently on NBC's Young Rock, where he plays Vince McMahon. And he played Jay Leno on Hulu's Pam and Tommy miniseries. Also has a podcast called About Last Night. I also used to have a podcast with uh, Brad Williams. And uh, I, I, it was one of these weird things. I told them I'd do it, and I parked on the street. And I parked right in front of a driveway to an apartment building's parking lot. And my car was towed, and I had no idea how it happened. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. So anyways, it can cut both ways, my friends. This life, this life, like if I I had, what did I have? A couple weeks in between the long sets. And I had some pretty great sets. I've had some pretty great sets. Sometimes you're really in the groove, and my groove is very close to who I am. And I don't know when it's going to happen and for how long. It's an it's an interesting thing. Sometimes it happens right away and it stays locked in all the way through. Other times it starts off a little rocky. Not bad. It's not like people don't like me who come to see me. They're there to see me. But it's fragmented because there's a little chaos in the room. And I know I'm choosing to be my own opener because I think an evening with Mark Marin in that sense where I'm seeing it as a performance, a singular performance of a relatively structured theatrical event that is me and I'm doing like an hour and a half to two hours so why not just go do it I don't know who made these rules about opening acts or whatever I guess sometimes I think I don't know if it's good for the show I know it's good to get people settled in their seats and it's probably good for that performer but I'm just trying to forego it to, to try to create a different expectation around what I'm doing because I feel at the end of a show, the shows I've been doing, like I've been through something. I'm not doing an act. I know there are bits, but I do, I'm trying to feel like there's an arc to this thing. But all I'm saying is I got down there. I got down there a night early. I stayed at Kimpton's. I stayed at the Sylvan in Atlanta. It was okay. But I'll tell you something, honestly. They should probably tell you. If their fucking hotel is going to turn into a goddamn nightclub on the weekend, that shouldn't be a surprise. It should be there when you book it, like right at the top. Welcome to uh, the Kimpton Sylvan. By the way, on Saturday nights in our eight story hotel on the roof, we're going to be blasting hip hop uh, all day until midnight. So if you're on the eighth floor, it's going to be right above you and if you had any you know sort of idea that maybe you get a full night's sleep in before you get up to go to the fucking airport in the morning that's not going to happen but uh here are the room selections and we have a nice restaurant it should it should just say that by the way our hotel turns into a shitty fucking club on weekend nights so if you're looking for sleep we're more concerned with selling drinks okay do we understand each other I don't know why. The reason they don't fucking do it, the reason they don't say that is because they'd lose business from goddamn adults. I mean, I wasn't that upset about it. You know, 12 o'clock is not a horrendous time to go to bed. And I was, you know, reading, I've been deeply immersed in a book, preparing for a guest. And I haven't really, I love when I get locked into a book. And I was just totally surprised by this book. It's Harvey Firestein's. Memoir. I think it's called I Was Better Last Night. I knew nothing about him. I'm not a big theater person, but what a life in New York at that time. It's just great. Tells a good story. He's a good writer. He'll be on the show. I'll say that again later because I'm going to talk to him. But that whole nightclub element, because you can lock in, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to sleep. There's nothing you can do to stop it. It's not like a, someone in the room next door. That happens, too. That's the problem. No matter how nice the fucking hotel, if somebody's paying for the room, you could get fucked. If they decide to put you next to the elevator because that's the last room they got, you could get fucked. It's hard for me not to feel like I'm some sort of mark and I've been set up. But I handled it well, like a fucking adult. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't realize this was a fucking nightclub hotel. I'll suck it up for another hour or two but they should tell you, you know? So, yeah, so the hotel was what it was. And I stayed an extra day because my brother came up from Florida to see the show with his girlfriend, his partner. So, you know, I I got to spend time with family. But the show, all right, granted, I had a quadruple shot macchiato like within hours before the show. And I don't think it kicked in until like five minutes when I got on stage. And I kind of went into sort of a, a hyper kind of a paralysis as I do too caffeinated. But too many people were coming in, you know, 15 minutes. We held the show 15 minutes and there were still like so many people coming in. And I guess that's why the opener takes a hit. I get it. But I just felt personally, and no one needs to know this. I thought it was a good show. I'm glad people came out. I thought it was a real show. But I think that's my problem is I can't fucking fake it. So if I'm experiencing some sort of, discomfort while i'm on stage or that you know i'm not connecting the way i want to connect I, I i i don't know that it reads but it makes me a little it makes me work differently and i don't want to just i do not want to autopilot things and i guess that's on me i don't know if it's a like it's a discipline thing i don't know maybe i set myself up i don't know it was a fine show it was a long show it was a full show and people had a nice time i was happy to see everybody I got back to the hotel and I just was sort of paralyzed. And I was like, you know, a couple weeks ago in Laconia, New Hampshire, you were like, why am I not sad? And this is what I'm doing, laying on a bed at a Best Western Plus and sort of owning my life and thinking like, nothing wrong with this. This is what I worked for. But for some reason that night in Atlanta, I was like, drifting into the darkness into that weird road depression into that weird kind of place where it's sort of like what's the point of any of this why did look out there people have lives what are you doing just in a hotel room nothing to do that night go down to the restaurant eat by myself read my harvey my harvey firestein book about a guy that had this huge life Either I don't appreciate the hugeness of my life and my accomplishments or I need to figure out what the fuck to do to feel like I'm living my life. I'm hitting a wall, people. That's sort of what's happening. I'm I'm sort of like coming to in a way. My age, where I'm at in, you know, in terms of performing, you know, what is it that I want to do? What makes me happy? Uh, and I've talked about this before, but I gotta—I better figure it the fuck out. I—I I guess I'm starting to realize that maybe I have not processed thoroughly or or deeply the events of the last couple of years, the ones that we all experienced together, and the ones that I experienced alone. I feel like I'm landing back in my same goddamn sad bag of skin. And not much has changed other than for the worse. So I have tools. I have tools. (laughs) I have a hammer. I have a wrench. I have several screwdrivers. I can hit myself in the head, stick one in my leg, wake the fuck up, and be grateful. That's what I need to do. There's nothing like being at the edge, the existential edge of the abyss of just sort of, you know, what is the point of it all? What am I doing? Am I doing my best? You can't explain that weird kind of road, hotel room depression. It's not permanent, and it's very specific. And I don't think I'm the only one that's experienced it. There is, I think it should probably be, in the DSM, the, the mental, you know, it has all the ailments, all the uh, psychological disorders. And maybe there's in, maybe there's one in there called hotel room affective disorder, because it definitely is a thing. Like, you know, sometimes you get to a hotel room and you're like, it, it's, it doesn't matter what your life is or how long you're going to be there. All of a sudden you're like in space and it's not great. The ship's not working great and you're in space. The best characterization of hotel room affective disorder is Anomalisa, the animated uh, Charlie Kaufman thing. That is it. There's alcohol involved in that one. For me, it was just, you know, bags of cashews. But to be in that room, you know, feel, being hard on myself about my performance and alone, it was just uh, it's it just, it, it's a familiar place. I do know it's going to go away. And I just, you know, you just kind of want to, You just want to to go to sleep. And what really amplifies hotel room affective disorder is when you're staying in a hotel that turns into a fucking nightclub on Saturday night, and you're on the eighth floor, and the party is happening right above your head. You're sitting there in bed thinking, like, maybe it's time to stop. I don't know, man. Last week, why do I feel... Everyone enjoyed it. Maybe I can't... What is... I don't know what the music was. Several different ones. It was, it was shaking the room. Shaking the room. Maybe that was buoying my hotel affective disorder. Maybe it was making it worse. I will have to reflect on that. But you heard, I heard glasses clinking, people laughing. <laughs> and then the... That that bass and the songs I heard a whole songs. It was literally the ceiling of my of my room and the window. And maybe it's like I just don't understand life. Why am I not on that fucking roof? Why am I not on that roof jumping off? Because there's a party going on, man. Come on. So Adam Ray, his podcast is called About Last Night. And you can get that wherever you get podcasts. He's uh, on tour right now. You can go to adamraycomedy.com for his tour dates. He does stand up uh, with me over at the comedy store all the time. He's acting a lot. He was on uh, Pam and Tommy, and he's also in uh, Young Rock. And uh, it was time. It was time to talk to Adam Ray. And this is me doing it.
1: (laughs) What you got... Pretty much all the stuff yeah. a kid uh, would have in his fanny pack if he was going to run away from home. Yeah. A what hammer, a, a dice. knife.
0: What's that's it? Exacto a, knife? No, that's a regular pocket knife. Right. Yeah, and a dice. Yeah, and of then course. You any your, kid uh, needs dice. Every kid needs dice because you never know when you're going to come across some sort of uh Gambling ring? Some sort of crap game? You don't want to be the, the pit master? I mean, I had a kid in elementary in the- school, one of my friends who had a candy club. Yeah. He would charge... Fr- he
1: would... The candy his mom would buy, he would then charge you five bucks a
0: month to eat the candy from his house. And uh, I'll say his name if, if that's what you're going to ask. Well, I mean, I don't want to, is there a statute of limitations on this information? Is the kid, did he
1: did he, <laughs> did he grow up to do some other yeah, shady shit? Is he a
0: shady grifting?
1: I mean, as shady as you can be, he ended up uh, marrying my high school girlfriend, so I guess he knows who he is.
0: So well, <laughs> were, were you one of the suckers who, uh, who paid him? Uh, yeah, oh, monthly yeah. Monthly
1: candy? Well, I was a classic fat kid, so I think if there was candy in a house- and A like classic fat kid? Yeah. Like old school fat kid? Oh, that, dude, there that? are layers and levels, not only to the degrees in which you will go for snacks, but, but wait, today's fat kids, yeah. I think, are worse off. Why is that? Cause Cause they it, have more, more things to keep them inside and-, and uh, More access. I was, I was an active access. fat kid. That's why I'm an active stoner.
0: You're an active fat kid, and now you're an active stoner. But wait, write that down. So, if there's a title for this episode. Well, I think that's the title for your CD. Are you going to put one out? People still <laughs> making CDs. I sure. love CDs. But maybe I just, listen uh, to. Whatever, uh, you got to do it on something. <clears throat> put it on your put it on your YouTube thing. Whatever the fuck you
1: do. When I first was getting into stand up, and I would drive to see my dad in Laughlin, Nevada, when he moved out
0: there, um, and it was a Laughlin at the VA clinic. Yeah. Okay, Edgewater Casino. You ever perform there? No, but I know I know where it is. I yeah. know you drive through it. I think going across, don't you? Loughlin? Mostly Maybe you not. drive through it. Yeah,
1: if you're driving to stop, it's not bad. It's a big um, Indian reservation. You know, there's a few casinos. Yeah, my dad lived out there while he was working at the VA clinic, and uh, and he would just he worked something out with the Avi Casino where he would just live in the casino. So he's a degenerate <clears throat> gamble, your father. I wish. <laughs> I mean, great with money, you know, debatable.
0: I always, it's the only time you can use the word degenerate. I know. It's weird. It's not a bad word, but it just always goes before gambler. Now, let me ask. The other stuff is, it's just assume you're degenerate. (laughs) But with gambling, it's like if you gamble, you're a degenerate gambler.
1: Now, let me ask you this. Yeah, what? Would you rather be called a degenerate or a bummer?
0: Degenerate? Okay, I mean, Degenerate was sort of a a, a, a flag of honor or whatever you call it, a badge of honor. Yeah, back in the day, in your day, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess so. i mean I'm just wrote a a, a forward for a, an introduction for a book of uh, underground comics, and underground comics were Degenerate, but it was in a good way. In a good way, yeah. Degenerate was <laughs> a label put on people who were having a good time. There were positive
1: connotations towards it. Sure, yeah, yeah Degenerate I mean, was a was a uh, a lazier or more, I guess, artsy way of saying you're a uh, you like to have fun. You like to. You like to
0: have a fun party animal, without saying or, it, or or you just don't fit in. You're, you know, you're a, an outsider. You're, a, you're a, a barnacle on on society. Sure. An outsider. A sure. Jew. A Jew. <laughs> I knew we were building to a that. Degenerate slope. Jew.
1: So so you, you wait. S- so the fat kid stoner thing. Here's yeah. why. There's a difference. Yeah. My nephew now, who's seven, is super active, and he's a stoner. But <laughs> who's seven. What are you doing? I Did can't you- wait. I can't wait. Honestly, to smoke pot with this kid. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. I look at him now. A little. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's just such a goofball, but yeah. he uh, he's real active, right. but he snacks like crazy. Yeah. I was that way, yeah. but he all, I didn't have as many game uh, apparatuses, oh, you YouTube. Indoor game. I'm just saying there's more- Video oppor- game. Yes. Gaming. Yes. More
0: opportunities for them to all stay locked inside and go outside. Yeah, I don't even know if they have a social life. Do they? Man, the outside, I mean, in, in person and in person social life? My nephew at seven,
1: my nieces at 12 are on TikTok. God bless them. So it's like they're, and they're active at school, but they're not doing what my nephew does at seven, which is meeting kids in the cul-de-sac yeah. and causing, uh, running amuck, going yeah. into the woods yeah. to find trouble. You know well, what I'm saying? That's what we used to do. Go yes. find
0: the porn magazines in the woods. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or Who was the kid that had them in your neighborhood? Well, someone's older brother. Exactly. You probably had one or two and then, and then one would just appear somewhere and you'd be like, oh, I used to do a bit about it. You'd go back to the same place where you found the one page. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, maybe maybe the rest of the magazine showed up. <laughs> you never knew how they got there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We hand, you know, One was going around. I remember the first time, real filth. You know, not Playboy filth, but real filth. Like porn filth where with that hyper-glossy pages. Wow. And just like jizz and cocks and pussies. And it was like- it was On every my, page, huh? Yeah, it must have been like eighth or ninth grade. It was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, what did you see first and what threw you into a-, a... I'm just talking about that in this thing I'm writing. In someone's forward? Yeah, because it's underground comics, about underground oh, comics. Gotcha. In my experience, my first experience, when I was like 12 years old at a B. Dalton bookseller wow. at the Wenrock Mall. That's a shut In Albuquerque, New Mexico, that I'd taken the bus there to hang out at the mall. I just went to the bookstore to look at the comedy section, the humor section. And there was this book called The History of Underground Comics. And they didn't know what was in there, <laughs> what was in there. And it was just like fucking. It was all the Art Crumb stuff, just dicks and cops and. <laughs> You know, pirates and heads being cut off. All the underground comics. It was the history of underground comics. And I swear to God, I jerked off in the aisle. Right there in the bookstore. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't take it out, but I just over my pants. Yeah, you- I was 12. Just a no I hands. finish it up. Probably no hands, but I try, I've tried to do that. I tried to do that every once in a while when I was a kid, but I don't think I ever pulled off a no-hander. It is funny when those you books- try to pull off, Did you pull off a no-hander? Uh, you know- Come on, it's, <clears> it's hard. I remember I was in <clears throat> on a trip with my parents in the station wagon, just in the back, <laughs> trying to- you In know, a station wagon, too. Trying to come. Uh, without touching my dick.
1: Station wagon. The yeah. back of the station wagon yeah. is a great place to come by yourself when no one's watching. <laughs> Who yeah. said that? Mark Marin and Adam Ray
0: today. <laughs> I never did, though. I tried. You can't. They're, you can't. It's they impossible. Always, you, your mom knows when you're jerking off. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like- Ever I, you get caught? I don't think so. They yeah. usually like you know stick their head in to say good night and stuff. But like maybe the mounds of like sticky Kleenex, yeah. stuck in the edge be- <laughs> beside my bed. Like, where do you think who who finds that? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, don't, and see, well, this is the, one of the benefits of having a, uh, a single mom is I didn't have double dose of check-ins of yeah. nightly check-ins. Oh, oh like so the dad
0: one coming? Yeah,
1: and also I think I mean you tell me. I mean I don't I don't know if the dad if that's the role of like. Huh. Hey, are you, are you jerking off? Is there yeah. a
0: conversation that goes down? Because my mom didn't have it with me. She did buy me condoms way too early. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I knew about it. I don't think my I ever got a talk. Yeah. But I definitely, there was- de- Well, you didn't need it. You were looking at jizz and titty and right. cock pages. Well, yeah. And there the was beta We had the the a bird, uh, you know, 14, 15 years old. I mean, there was porno tapes around. Yeah. That I got hold of was there somebody's cool dad that kind of sat everyone down and was like no 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 we just were we had to fend for ourselves but yeah. it was the seventies so you know it, it was I becoming cool I guess but it was around you know, you know filth was around and my parents were not very disciplinarian but like you imagine the kids today with all the porn well you think someone's got to give you a conversation <clears throat> what to do
1: it's uh yeah I don't think so I well porn I think is just ruining. Everything. So much for yeah. It's ruined. It ruined
0: everything. me. It broke my. It broke everything. Broke it, my brain.
1: You know, what's so funny. What? I uh, this Pam and Tommy show that I got to be on is now making people. I get all these messages from people. Yeah. That tell me I've gone back to find the tape. Isn't that crazy? Are you? Oh, you played Jay Leno? When yes. This? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the Pam and Tommy sex tape that was like responsible more or less for is not that good. It was okay. I mean, I'm not here to di- uh dissect the ins and outs of it. It was the fine. Ins and outs of it. Have you seen it? The ins and outs of it? <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to dissect.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you want to talk like yeah. aesthetics yeah. like and, and well, how it yeah, was shot. Know what it was, but it was only because- But it, it was the it first was of its kind. What, uh, a celebrity fuck yes. tape? Yes, Well, there haven't been that many, have there, publicly? Since? Pa- Paris Hilton and what Paris else? Paris Kim
1: Kardashian kind of launched the uh, Man, true movement. Who gives a fuck about that? Guess what? Yeah, who cares? But guess what? Before Pam and Tommy, yeah. I guarantee you there was probably another thousand- Thousand? couples yeah. making tapes that sure. have never seen the light of day. So who so are these couples? Just regular people. I think what do you pro- mean? Probably more regular people.
0: But Wait, who are they? Have you? Don't you have you porn? Do you just need to put it in?
1: But I'm saying like the celebs that that didn't. Oh, uh, that didn't ever let their tapes get stolen from a disgruntled I guess, worker. I
0: Yeah. I mean, I recorded myself fucking once when I was in college. Where's that? Betamax? It's around, but it's it's not, around. It's, not, it's nothing great. Destroy- <laughs> I mean, what is, you know what I mean? What is it, really? It's not such a fucking move to, like... But, I mean, but it wasn't done well. It was just, I just set up a camera on a tripod to see what it looked like. On you a know what? tripod. It you looks like w-
1: porn. Mark, you what? went as far to set up on a tripod.
0: Well, I told my girlfriend, what do you think? I was going to hide it? I'm like, let's try this. Let's see what it looks but like. But you didn't just, like, set it up on, like, the edge of the desk? Like, you got a tripod? Well, I had a tripod because I had a tripod. That's the filmmaker problem. in you. That's right. So? <laughs> I had a... I, I, was, I, take I a really photography respect that, class. actually. There's a big old clunky camera that I stole from my dad. You wanted to do it right. So wait, you grew up in where, Seattle? Seattle, Lake Forest Park, Washington. You're a Jew? I'm a Jew, baby. A Jew? But you're like, you're like East style, East Coast style Jew. What, do your parents from the East Coast? My you... mom
1: is from Ada, Oklahoma. No, my, no, no, no. Yeah, and
0: uh, my dad is from Walla Walla, Washington. What the fuck? <laughs> so- <laughs> And you just and you turned out a New York Jew. You gave birth to a New York Jew. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't but know what. I- Wait. He's some of the Oklahoma Jews. Oh, tons of Oklahoma Jews. I know. Tim My... Blake Nelson. Tim Tim Blake Nelson, the actor, is Oklahoma Jew. Wow. And the reason he told me was that there was a time, maybe after World War II, I think, or maybe before, okay, where the idea was, uh, people, immigrants, there was an organization that would, you know, assign them a state to spread everybody out so they wouldn't all be in one place when they come to kill us again. I love that. I believe, I think it's true. Wow. Like there was an agency, a Jewish agency that referred people to certain, you know, states or communities. Mm. They just, the idea was like, we got to spread out this time. Right. We can't, (laughs) we can't be in two. we can't all be in Poland. Yeah. We can't all be in. Yeah. Mix it up. Yeah. 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 There's tons in Seattle. uh, Not tons, but are they, but they're Enough. yeah, but but are, like, what kind of Jews are they? Like San Francisco Jews? They're not really Jews, They're like these German aristocratic Jews who don't who try to blend in. Now you tell me, there's a real Jewish community in San? Oh yeah,
1: I mean, I went to Temple Beth Am. Uh, was conservative? There? No, real, very reformed. See that's But you've what I'm got, saying. but you've got different. But you've got levels in it, just yeah. like you've
0: got. Uh, I'm not judging you, but like, was there a guitar there? With, uh, uh, during the services? we had a cantor,
1: we had a full choir. Oh, this, I was barefoot. Bar I, I worked Wait. there all so through let's high back school. Up a minute,
0: full choir. Yeah. What the fuck is that? You never had a choir singing um in Shema in Yisrael? Syna- in synagogue? Yeah. No, that choirs are for churches. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's real reform. <laughs> Did you believe in Jesus too? No. <laughs> I mean, you know. Well it's a I'm not religious. You I, know what I mean? Snacks. I'm not really I mean I You're I bar enjoy, mitzvah. let me ask you. I was Bar mitzvah Friday, Saturday or just one day. <laughs> who's doing two days? Who's doing a full weekend? Me. Me. Wow. Me. Friday was the Friday night service. Saturday, you did the Haftorah. That's how it worked. Wow. Friday night was just a Shabbat service. Saturday morning, that meant business. I think we You a were up there dinner. with the old guys yeah. doing the Haftorah yeah. on Saturday morning. Well, I crushed that. Worked with a, uh, a
1: tutor for probably five, years. a with the choir? Months? I wish. <laughs> I wish, I, I, wish I, I was in musical was, theater. I, w- I would have hopped right up there.
0: Was it a, uh, let me just ask you, was it a progressive female uh, rabbi who played guitar? We had a, a little rabbi who looked like. A little
1: rabbi. His name was Rabbi Hirsch. He, yeah. He almost looked and sounded like uh, John Lovitz's character in The Critic. Remember mm-hmm. that cartoon? Yeah. He was a a, a little uh, weeble of a Jewish man, but yeah. had big presence. Uh-huh. And uh, and he uh, was the last, he did my bar mitzvah and then retired. That, that you uh, put him over the top. Yeah. <laughs> he said it's going to get better than this no. or worse
0: or worse I butchered the via you have, hafta you did I got through it I was pretty nervous you, I thought you just said he he nailed it like moments I cru- ago I crushed and, uh well, well, crushed give me what? another one what you crushed off tour not the hafta the via hafta the via hafta yeah yeah, yeah. my tour portion I crushed and then I That's had to I mean that leads into the Torah portion doesn't it? look it's all a blur at this was all a lot of pills yeah, then you go on
1: all the all my mom's friends at Temple Beth are going to love that part. It's the best. So you have siblings? I do. I've got a sister. I've got um, uh, two uh, half brothers uh, from where? Two step brothers from your dad. So folks split when I was what seven, eight. Uh, Dad, are you the oldest? uh, No, sister's two years older. Okay, so it's you two with the. So it was us four: mom, dad, sister. Growing up, folks split seven, eight. Uh, uh, Sister uh, and mom and I went to live together. Dad and new wife uh, went with her kid, and then had two kids. Okay. And then mom remarried about 10 years later and uh, brought in uh, my stepdad, George, who's crushing it with his two kids. Right. So step brother and stepsister from that family. And then- um, All Jews? Uh, no, my stepdad converted and that's how he met my mom. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Classic Pixar story. Yeah. Um, he converted to, oh really? Did she conver- want that? Yeah. he And he was in the choir, I think. Of so, course. Yeah. Of course the choir. <laughs> she, she actually didn't want it. She told me that when they- went out that she wasn't all that um, impressed, but uh, you know, Shania Twain style, but then yeah, they, yeah. but then he uh, courted her and they, they, I mean, they're, you know, I just got back from Arizona with them, took them to Arizona to go to spring training um, uh, before baseball gets going and and they're uh, they're peas in a the pod they just celebrated, uh, celebrated 20 years um, Your mom and her stepdad yeah. I mean, they should have met, you know, years earlier but, um, but that's just how it goes. Alright,
0: so so you're a kid, a Jewish kid in Seattle. Yeah.
1: But I grew up in Lake Forest Park, which is about twenty five minutes north of the city, shoreline, I guess, if you really know the area. Yeah. I uh, went to Shorecrest High School. In the nineties. In the nineties. So this is when Seattle's becoming rich. Starting to become the metropolis it is now. Yeah. Starbucks was not yet a thing. It was still had a very blue collar vibe. It was kind of sure, you know, brushed to the side and then the uh I mean it was the the grunge, the sports, the... um, 90s, that's right. It was just coming up, I'd say, when yeah. I was like 6th, 7th grade. Right. And, uh, so I was just, you know, and my... Um, eating, you were eating. I was eating my feelings, for sure, dude. <laughs> I was just listening to Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John. What was... So like
0: how like how fat?
1: Um, Let's just say that when I went on a diet in 6th grade, because my grandpa very passively was like, you know, you can't wear sweatpants at your bar mitzvah. Which is the name of a Judy Bloom book? <laughs> should be, should be. So it
0: says yeah. that to me very passively. Your memoir, you gotta think in okay. terms of yourself. You're
1: right. I'm like mid bite, and he says that, and I'm yeah. just like, it's just a classic. Drop the fork, Whoa. or actually this finish is the your bite. Grandpa, grandpa. Your mom's dad, mom's dad, sweetheart yeah. of a of a gentleman. Yeah. Um, but he he fucking was like, hey man, like you gotta. You know, you got to stop. You you got to just stop. You got to get it together. You're about yeah. to enter seventh grade. You know, seventh this grade. is where uh, girls come into play, hopefully. Yeah. You know, you. Uh, yeah. But but I, I just really I was again, I was an active fat kid. So it was just about stopping the eating. But I mean, like when I started to try to go on a diet, the teachers, that's how I know it was like a big deal, because I remember at the sixth grade party. Yeah. They had all the snacks because everyone else had crazy metabolisms. So there's like, you know, from pizzas to pies and cookies. And I'm going for veggies in front of some moms that are chaperoning and some of the teachers. Yeah. And one of the teachers has the audacity to go, hey, Ray, she goes, whoa, she goes, carrots. She goes, there's pizza right there, Ray. Yeah. There's pizza right there. Hey, you fat fuck. Another great title How can, for, what? for your memoir. <laughs> There's pizza right there. Right? <laughs> she just literally points at it, almost like gawking at me like, oh, you sure you don't want this delicious yeah, yeah, yeah. sweaty meat pie? Yeah, and, and you're fat. Yeah, and uh, I was like, no, and I just, so I I didn't have the, you know, the, uh, the chutzpah and the social yeah. awareness to like fire back right. at her and yeah. be like, Maybe you should join me on this carrot esca- escapade, yeah. Mrs. Greenland, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Um, chubby. Chubby. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, if I wish I would in hindsight, but I just kind of cowered and was like, mm. oh, no, carrots actually taste I- yeah, Carrots yeah. are, you know, some you sort of the,
0: You did the fat kid thing. Yeah, the oh, carrots-,
1: oh, 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 yeah, carrots, carrots actually taste good. It's actually better You know, they're actually better for you, for but I don't know. I just I just, I love carrots,
0: you know, yeah, just yeah. some that didn't You're just trying not to just, eat pizza? Yeah. It's all take Took everything you got. A fat kid going on a diet spreads like wildfire. What do you mean it spreads like
1: wildfire? Well, people right. are just like Can't believe leave, because you're the fat kid. But were you sent to a therapist? No. Just, I mean, that statement from my grandpa carried a lot of weight. And what about your sister? How'd she turn out? The older sister. Great now. She went away to a girl's school um, uh, because she was kind of um, just hanging out with the Wrong the, crowd? Yeah, the kids that would like, mm. there was a kid named, I think, Jason Potts. He would like smoke Trouble. cigarettes in our house and yeah. tell me my mom had big tits. Like, just those types of that kids. That guy? Yeah, that guy. Wait, where'd he end up? Dude. You don't know? Hopefully listen to this podcast.
0: <laughs> and Jason Potts. Hopefully running for smoking Senate. Smoking cigarettes in Adam Ray's house. <laughs> talking about his mom. Is that me? Is that my phone? I think so. Oh, shit. Is that Jason Potts? Please it tell is. me you got him on the line. What the fuck is that number? It's like, yo, Ray Ray,
1: how's Mama Ray? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I- have I... her tits holding up. <laughs> <laughs> so sister goes to a girl's school. It's just yeah. mom and I from eighth grade and through high school. So we right. become best friends and enemies. It's like, I'm going through that time where it's, I'm becoming a man. So it's, <clears throat> I mean, you know, more or less at, yeah. at 16, 17, 18, where I'm like, give me some space. But like, can you wash my basketball jersey for the game tonight? You're such a jock. Yeah. I was a jock that did musical theater, you know? Quit wait, football so- to play Danny Zuko in Greece. You did? And then that you started- quit football? Yeah.
0: So wait, how, what, what year is that? Sophomore
1: year in high school. You're, were you good at football? Yeah, basketball and football were my sports, and I had made- See, like you're
0: a sports Jew. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. see, that's the primary
1: difference between us. Yeah, yeah. See, I know who Hank Greenberg is.
0: Right. Oh, I know. You that's- do, because he's a Jew. Right. Sandy Koufax is the other one. Great. <laughs> but that's it. That's that's <laughs> oh, all we <my> got. <laughs> so you know that stuff, yeah. and I know everything else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's right. laughs>
1: there is uh there is something about the the uh, the Jew that plays sports that is also almost like the fat kid going on a diet. It's like people that didn't come up a lot, but I remember one of my friend's dads once making a comment to me about losing the weight and and how I would rummage through his cupboards and how he didn't have to like how he was gonna save money on snacks basically. Right. Which I appreciated that he was making the joke. I had yeah, gotten yeah, yeah. you know sure, I was in a better sure. place. Yeah. But then he also made Why you
0: know, not bully the kid? <laughs> <laughs> but then he did, okay. he
1: did make a weird comment one time About me being a Jew and being good at basketball uh-huh. And I just sure. it, it was my first taste of like wow You are, truly are a product of your environment Like I guess if he doesn't a Mild anti-Semitism <laughs> Yeah well it was, you know eastern Washington again yeah. And, uh, But yeah basketball was the main sport Football I was good at I was gonna uh, start varsity my sophomore year But
0: you're a sports fan Oh huge Well what's that your dad did that Dad played sports but, but mom like, was a tennis
1: doubles champ In Ada, Oklahoma Oh, yeah? But probably both of them, but also just the, my friends. Sports was a thing. I didn't grow up loved with it. it at all. Again, Seattle in the 90s had this uh, this uh, movement of, of baseball and basketball yeah. that really got me into it. And then I think it was truly, and how I became a funny kid was when the fat kid thing was going on, it was like, all right, start to make people laugh uh, and- now you're looked at as the funny kid and not the fat kid. Right. And so the more I could do that... So honestly, I liked sports, but I think I might made a point to be more active in that stuff sure. because it was like more rooms to play in a way. Does yeah. that make sense? How fat was, were you, dude? I think... I remember I looking looking down at the scale in fifth grade, and I think it was 170 or 175. Uh-huh. That's big.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. For like, If for the viewers grade, could
1: see Mark's face... I'm He's trying to looking say, at me like to I'm to a, me, like, a, a pint of ice cream is a good weight. Yeah, One seventy five is a good That's weight. A grown up. If you're thirty nine, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fifty eight. But yeah, <sighs> look sure. at you, dude, crushing the game.
0: Noxema? <laughs> no, uh, it's uh, Cetaphil uh, lotion. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's That's, a uh, facial lotion. Okay. Do you want put lotion on your face? I don't. See, like, a what is that going to happen? I'm just, just okay. Gonna... I guess so. Yeah, yeah, you're doing all right. Yeah, you got to take care of your skin.
1: I know you do. All right. It's a bit. I don't want to. What? I don't want to be. I don't know. You see, those some of these, like, older, grizzled, chiseled character actors, and mm. you're like, that seems like a cool life. Well, maybe that's what you're headed for. Yeah. Because you're doing those parts. I'll be the Jewish Gary Oldman. <laughs> I am doing those parts. I haven't played any I I've. I mean You're yeah, not it, a leading man. You're,
0: that day, there's that guy.
1: <laughs> that day is over. There's that, that there's, there's that guy. guy. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I just saw the next 30 years of my hopeful career. That guy, there's who, that guy. Who
0: is that guy that's always in the things? Oh. You know what? I'll take it. Uh, at least you're that sure. But wait, so because like when I thought I was fat, no one was calling me fat. I just thought it. Except my mother. They were so. There were nicknames: <laughs> Jello Jiggler No, come on. Penis and Tits Kid.
1: Come on. That one I made up. But oh. there. But the first one for real. Um, <laughs> just fatty <laughs> chub. I mean,
0: Penis and Tits Kid.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to get you to yeah, laugh, right? Uh, it's it's um, kids don't know how cruel they're being at that
0: age. You know yeah, they do. That's like you know it more than anything. But you don't know the impacts like they You have later. no conscience about it. Yeah. It's like it, the only difference is you know when you're older because you know you're doing a bad thing and you feel bad about it when <laughs> yeah. you're a kid. You're like,
1: who gives a fuck? Who gives a
0: what fuck? Up, what's up, fatty? Yeah. Were you
1: going fatty? Yeah. And in a way, I almost thank some of those kids for throwing so much shade yeah. because it did break me down. Yeah. Where you get forced to look at you yourself- you go home and cry and eat? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> A lot. Saved oh, by the no. Bell was my best friend. The Come Disney lot. afternoon Come and lot. snacks. Really, the food, the 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 uh, the candy we would buy for baseball to sell to get. Uh, oh I Remember yeah. one day I the went
0: bars, out. the chocolate bars. The chocolate
1: bars. I remember one day I went out in the neighborhood to yeah. sell them, and a dog. Yeah. Classic. Like out of the sound, lot, uh, the sandlot. A dog. I got off his leash. One of these wild boar fucking woolly mammoth pit bull machines just chased me. Down the hill, I dropped all the candy and sprinted as fast as I've ever ran. Got up, tripped onto the front lawn, uh, lost a shoe, and crawled into our front door. Went back, picked up all the candy, didn't continue selling, went home and ate it.
0: Good, good. Well, you know, I guess some there's some justice to that story. If that dog ate any of those, it would have killed it. Yeah, I saved the dog. Thank yeah. <laughs> you for
1: picking up the message. Well, I guess so. But I, I ate all that stuff yeah.
0: because I go, I uh
1: yeah, eating the feelings is a real thing. But then you just get to a point where you go, All right, I gotta flip it around. Too much tea when my friends yeah. that I were making laugh that I thought were my friends mm. got to uh got in the game of the uh poking fun, then that's when it was like, All right, I gotta make a, a switch. So
0: you may- okay, so But then yeah. I was funny kids because of funny kids and sports kids. Kid.
1: Yes. So and in both, I was being funny with the theater kids and funny with the sports kids and uh, and just kind of in both worlds. So you were a theater jock, but when it came down
0: to choose, yeah, you went with the theater. theater.
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, that's good. That's evolved. Well, yeah, because I, uh, I mean, hey, man, Danny Zuko, grease, sophomore year of high you're getting school, getting a lot
0: more attention for the, than what what position were you playing?
1: Uh, offensive line, yeah. Yeah. Also, how many how many six one offensive line Jews have you ever heard of in the NFL? And also, how long's that gonna last? You you weren't going to the NFL, bro? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my mom. She was very, uh, yeah. She was like, I mean, she told me though because I had to quit. My coach was a stereotypical football coach, yeah. like out of Friday Night Lights, what what have you. And I had to walk down the long hallway to his office and yeah. tell him I'm not gonna play football this yeah. year. After he told me I'm starting varsity as a sophomore, I'm a song and dance man, coach. Mark, I tried to make a joke out of it. I go, I can't memorize the playbook this year because I got to memorize the lyrics to Grease Lightning. He paused, took a beat, said, get the fuck out of my office. No. Then he brought his kids to the Sunday matinee where I'm in full leather jacket and makeup and just goes, you weren't bad. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How do you like that? (laughs) Yeah. You made the right choice. He's And we've since reconnected and he's like, you know, now he came out and saw me and I was in Hawaii with Adam Devine and, and he goes, uh, I, was, oh, I guess it worked out, and he was like a different person. Yeah. It's so funny. Like time goes by, you're like, wow, you as this guy, and then we got to talking, and and he came on my podcast, and we got, you got him into on the podcast. He came on my podcast yeah. about last night, which you bet on when yeah. your car got towed, How and the fuck uh, did that. Happen? Remember that You I, parked- every,
0: every time I turn on Laurel, which is all locked, you think of it. Yeah, because I'm like, where did what was I thinking? You parked in the space. It I still baffles me space. to this day. You- I parked in
1: front of a driveway yeah. to a fucking apartment yeah, building. Dude, that should have been the moment that you were put into a home. Yeah, I, be, I, don't, I mean, I
0: don't it's know, amazing I, you're still here. What time was it? Earlier
1: or something? I'm I'm up. Early. I don't know it, how it happened. It was not even time for the five o'clock news, dude. I it know. Was still daylight. No, People I don't were even know what the fuck happened. I thought appetizers. it was during the day. Yeah.
0: I can't. I cannot figure it out. Still, I think the
1: excitement of
0: being on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, was that just... was it. Yeah, it was probably me going. Where the fuck is this? All right, I gotta. I'm doing the guy who's on oh, that thing. There's a, a thing right across the street.
1: <laughs> that was cool, though. People don't know this. That was a very uh, big deal because when I met you at the Just for Last Festival through our mutual friend Ryan Singer, and yeah. then you popped around to do other spots in Montreal. Yeah, and I remember you were your manager was gonna bail so you looked at me we were like olivia you want to you want right? to bounce yeah you go you want to bounce around to these spots with me and i was like yeah and then we uh <laughs> walked around and and all montreal it was out of a tom Hanks meg ryan movie we just walked around <laughs> talk shop you treated me like you know me for 20 years we got back i think i brought up my podcast prematurely <laughs> and then at the end and like like a fucking amateur but not too early, like yeah. eight minutes into the chat. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. I made, we had a couple, yeah. I'd said something goofy and you yeah. thought it wasn't yeah. terrible. And then we kept walking the streets. Yeah. But it's like we're walking through beautiful Montreal. Yeah, nice. You're doing your spots. Also, yeah. you were crushing in your spots. Okay. Had one of the sets not gone well, I yeah. don't think we'd be here right now. No,
0: you, you would have been, you know, I would have been like, I got to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, you yeah. wouldn't have finished. Yeah. So then we get back to the uh, big Just for Laughs bar where yeah. everyone hangs out. Right. And we walk back. And it was like a fun thing, and you looked at me and you go, well, "That was a good time." And you go, "You go, I'll do your podcast. Like, bug me when we get back." And I was like, "Wow!" I was yeah. like, "This is what this festival is about." That's really.
0: right. It's booking Mark Maron on my podcast yep. so he gets car towed. How how long before I went on? And then we got
1: back, and I think, and I've, I've told this story just to a handful of buddies. I think maybe two weeks later, I see you at the store, and I go, "Mark," and you go, "Hey," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I go right back to it, right back, as if Montreal was just a a fart in the wind. It was a NyQuil dream that never to, happened. Didn't
0: want to walk around alone. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> all it was to you. Oh, I respect that though. But no, then, and no, then, like, look at this uh, large Jewish guy. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> Seems uh, excited.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. If that's one thing I am. How long did it take me to do excited. the podcast? A year? Three years. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, no, dude. You know what?
0: what? It what? was the right time. Things happen. Everything, everything happens in, in it? this world for a reason. Doesn't it, though? Sure. And I got punished for, for uh, icing you. I My car got towed. Yeah. yeah. Ugh,
1: I didn't look at it like that, but yeah. for sure, that was karma. Yeah. It was podcast karma. Sure. But you know what it was? It was like, I I think I'd mentioned a few things here and there. And then, yeah. you know, that's one thing, as you know, I mean, I don't know how long it took you to book Clooney and Obama. Like, are you just shooting them text messages or like- All the, the time. The follow-up. George the- won't leave me alone. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's who it was called. Yeah. Uh, you know there's a balance between like when you're trying to get somebody on right to yeah. to being proactive and being a Annoying. little bit of a nudnik right
0: Yeah, uh, nudnik good one yeah. i don't know if it's the right definition of nudnik but i like nudge. it's like a, nudge, yit- a nudge, nudge yeah and uh and so with that with
1: you it was trying to find that balance and then i remember i saw you and then also we started to become
0: uh, chummier at the store, right? And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then
1: yeah, once yeah. that started happening, I go, "Oh, that's well, that, you know that was a necessary I started, element." I
0: think I just started to watch you, and I'm like, "Oh, this guy's fucking hammering this shit. Okay, <laughs> he's cool. like doing the job." Okay, cool. So like, you know, I'm like, "Yeah, oh, he, he knows how to do this." So at some point in in the interim there, I'm like, "No, he's a real comic. This okay. guy's." So-
1: <laughs> hey, by the way, that's how it should be. I would, <laughs> I mean, you know, there has to be that respect. You
0: <laughs> going up in those early spots, just like wow, just like trying to get the. There you go. Now you're an audience. Fuck you. <laughs> Did you ever do those early spots? Ah, somewhere. Yeah. Not there. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I, I was at Belly Room Act when I was a doorman there. I mean, I know oh. what it's like to perform for no one there Yeah, when I was a kid. But yeah, I've done my share of uh, of cold opening. Yeah.
1: Does the store- Not there necessarily. Do you still, do you yearn for those days when, I mean, even when I remember I started there, I think in 2012 or 2011. Yeah. And it was, you know, a Tuesday was not what a Tuesday is now. Right, right. right. Do you yearn for those days or do you- the 10 people
0: days? Yes. I only yearn for mi- because there was a time where I was terrified of the original room and when there was less stakes where you just like go up for 15 scattered people like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. This isn't scary. Right. It's not going to be on me. Who can determine whether anyone does well with this shit? Yeah. So you just had more freedom. But at some point, the fear went away. Like, I literally remember being terrified to go up there because you couldn't see the audience. That was a big obstacle for me. And, like, I remember when I was trying to get the hang of that place and I still had ghosts from when I was a doorman there, just getting up there, not really having a bearing in terms of what the audience looks like. It was kind of heavy for me. But now it's like I live there. Like both rooms, I don't give a shit. Mm. You know what? What are they going to do? Tell me I can't work there anymore. Yeah, I mean that was ultimately actually just got a text saying, "Yeah, you're you? banned from the store." Why, I'm why so can't sorry, I get dude. any of these noises to stop? Got a ever. Text from. No, it's a, yeah, it's Jason. Like, it's Potts. Tommy. it's yeah, Tommy. It's Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy was. He's telling me I can't do any more spots.
1: Did, do you need to see people in the uh, at least like the first few rows in
0: any venue? No, it's better if I don't. But it's it's, it's helpful if I do. It depends because that's surprising to me because you feel uh, I you connect. connect. The, yeah, I have to. It's better if I don't only because I'm going to end up looking at one guy. I a lot to wait for the one guy?" Yeah, it is. <laughs> if I walk in on one guy, the whole fucking show. I can't look out. Right, but I did learn that in the original room a little bit. But the point being that until I got the hang of that place, it was always just terrifying. Yeah.
1: I think there is something about uh, tackling that fear of the store because everyone has it. That's what's great about it. There's, I don't think anyone is ever performed there without some uh, window of where you are... No, well, that's it's so scared, much of it but, has to
0: do with comfort, though, in yeah. terms of like you know, initially you're afraid because you think like you're always auditioning. Yeah, but like that's over for that's me. Over, yeah, and I imagine for you as well. Yeah. So you you know then it's just up to you. Like the the original room, who cares? The main room for some reason can really go south on you. Yeah, and, and you don't even know why. Yeah. You know, you're up there. It's like a full house. And you're like, what's is there something wrong with my fly open? What right. the fuck is yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. Am I? You know, like, you know, after those first couple of jokes, you're like, oh, this is going to be a slog, and I'm not going to be able to get out. When I have seen you just
1: slay in the main room, sitting on the stool, yeah. it's like, because you know, I I think I've sat on a stool a few times and really dug it. And the first stand-up I feel like I truly live yeah. absorbed was Patrice O'Neill at the punchline in San Francisco, yeah, and it was just mind-boggling. And so people that do that, that command, and I don't nervously pace anymore like I did when I first started, but... I, but you're you're a you're, I got you're some moving energy. around, yeah. Just slugging it out, yeah. <laughs> so to watch you just so uh, I don't know if poised is the right word, but just um, still and yeah. just and comfy like that yeah. is uh, is I don't know if it's w- that I want to be able to do it or I just admire it. It's it's like for me guitar, right? Sure. I took a few lessons in college. I can play some uh, enough chords to write a goofy song sure. uh, for a friend's wedding, yeah. Uh, but I I'm not trying to master it because I look at people that do um even yourself at the co- goddamn comedy jam you go oh see that's i don't want to do it because look at people
0: who actually try and give a way. fuck i don't i don't wow. like i don't i don't think i'm doing it i you know i'm good at it yeah but for for but i don't but anyways it's it's great so you can play a few chords and you didn't you don't close with it i, I d- look at you i did it, did it so my my you didn't, second you didn't close it
1: with no my second uh show at the store when i was doing the bringer shows doing yeah. the vargas and, and kathy lewis right. shows and I closed with, um, yeah, what, I had six minutes, and yeah, the last three were a song. Uh, and uh, and I remember going okay. And then somebody said to me, you're either the guitar comic or you're not. Yeah. And so I was like, and okay. And well, you look
0: around like, how many are there anymore? Yeah.
1: And why aren't there any? Yes. and
0: <laughs> it's not good. Yeah.
1: And then Mitzi, <laughs> and I showcased for Mitzi, and I didn't do it, but I was wearing a backwards hat, and Ooh. she just goes,
0: why are you wearing a hat? And I was like, that's your feedback? (laughs) Yeah. She told me I needed to wear a scarf. You had to take something off. I had to put something on. Are you serious? You're a poet. You should wear a scarf. That's kind of a compliment, right? I guess. I don't know. Who the fuck knows what she was thinking? (laughs) All I know is that, like, whatever she said, we'd all do it. Okay, I'll I'll take the hat off. Of course. Took it off right there. (laughs) Threw it away in front of her. Threw it away, yeah. (laughs) But wait. So, oh, the sitting down thing. You know where that evolved out of? Where? It was, I used to do it when I was bombing. Because I didn't want because I was, I would just lean into bombing if I wasn't having a good set I'd fucking sit down mm. and and go on longer yeah but also I always thought the guys that sat down like the old school guys even like even Cosby on on himself and like you know Shelly Berman or any of those old guys this right. idea that stand-ups didn't sit down is ridiculous right they were always sitting down yes you know and like people who say this like shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look at these idiots! with a Marin in his stool. What do you? What do you think the stool's up there for? Yeah, it's always up there. Not to hold just, your water. You it's, think it's just yeah. for your dumb bottled water no. being there since the fifties? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot! <laughs> Talking to nobody. So like making up the person to yell at. Did you ever rehearse your bits no. in the mirror when you first you did. started? You did. I did. Of course I did. No, I didn't do it. Never did it.
1: Just Never. got on stage immediately with with your thoughts and just said, yes. I'm going to see what happens.
0: Yes. My thoughts and maybe like very early on when I did an open mic or two uh, in college, a couple Woody Allen jokes. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's that's trust. You've always had that in yourself, I feel it's like. It's
0: not trust. I was terrified. I, yeah. I used to spend like days when I had to do, when I was doing open mics, hmm. for a fucking week I was out of my mind with my piece of paper. Man. <laughs> it's just me and a piece of paper going, oh, Fuck. Uh, but no, I never, I, I didn't, I didn't, have no sense. Yeah.
1: I guess that's the actor in me. I would rehearse them for my alcoholic roommate. Yeah, but I didn't know, I didn't always
0: know what they were. I mean, I remember once in college I, I did what I was going to do at an open mic, Mm. you know, for friends and it was the worst, the worst. I can't, I can't look at myself when I see myself on television, Mm. let alone in a mirror. What are you, what are you making mugging (laughs) and shit to yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just—I guess it was just to try to calm the nerves. Oh, yeah. but
0: well, wait, what's the gap though? So you're doing Greece in, so in doing high Greece, school? doing
1: so Yeah, sophomore year, and then that—that yeah. uh, that play just ignites the uh, the love for oh, you for performing,
0: hearing the people.
1: I loved it. Yeah. Also the, it, it was yeah, it was a mix of of the um, uh, again the uh, the adulation, but yeah. really the the fun of it. Like yeah. uh, the, it all goes back to that. Like all of this, this right here with you doing uh shows this weekend i'm going to fucking batavia illinois the vegas of the midwest um you know what i'm saying it's like it's all fun still so that's where well, that the, the collaborative uh efforts for the play was like that that time at shortcrest high school and the 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 group we kind of had that did yeah. five or six shows together yeah. is so, um, you know, uh, influential in just what I'm doing now. Formative. Because, yeah, formative, for sure. And it's a roll of the dice. I've seen the program a few years since and a few years prior At when I was there. high school? Yeah. And it's such a luck of the draw of the classes you come up with. And it, just like in Comedy Force, right? The people that we come up with and get to be around and, yeah. and share stories and sure. stages and sure. and uh, the grind with. It's yeah. uh it's so, you know, even my friend group in school, it's like my mom, when my folks, but wanted to move to Oklahoma to be, her folks were like, well, just come down here, we'll help you get a job, stay with us for a little bit, save some cash. Oklahoma. My mom, to her credit, which is why she's, you know, my hero and just the greatest and did four jobs as a single mom to make sure I could, you know, sell candy bars and get chased by dogs and try to lose some weight from running down the hill. Yeah. And uh, she- Stand uh, up for carrots. Yeah. She- <laughs> <laughs> she goes she goes, I'm not gonna move because uh uh Adam's got his his friends here, which is huge. If I gone to Oklahoma, who the fuck knows where I'd be? Who knows? Maybe I'd be running Bricktown Comedy Club. I just gave him a shout out, they'd never booked Maybe me. Maybe not. Maybe you'd be riding a horse.
0: Yeah. Maybe a whole different you'd be working on an oil
1: rig. Who's to say? On but a, stayed there, yeah. stayed on the track. We'd probably my friends. have more indigenous friends. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a more diverse group for sure. <laughs> uh but uh but but yeah, so then the the performing bug just then led to everything, and then in high school it was like my buddies and I ran the high school news show. They had f- news seniors. Show. They had seniors. Our sophomore year, basically, they found out a way to broadcast into all the rooms a, a uh, weekly show that was like news weather sports mm. and here's the clubs you can sign up for and there's oh, a dance yeah. on friday oh, get wow. your thing in so you could get a few jokes in well we took it over and turned it but it was 5 minutes every friday maybe even 4 by the time i graduated cuz we did a sophomore junior and senior year it was a 22 minute sketch show that played at the beginning of every class every friday yeah most teachers wouldn't even air it cuz they're like this is fucking 20 minutes of class yeah um but uh but again that helped kind of uh you know kickstart all of the uh The performing and acting And then stand-up I started doing I did two open mics At Giggles in uh, Seattle Did you ever play there?
0: Of course I recorded two CDs there I Oh my god The um, the first place I did stand up, and then it was Jiggles for a little bit. The strip club. No, I know. And then yeah, Terry, fucking Terry, Terry Terry Taylor ran everything. Terry, but yeah, you you make that sound like a good thing. Like it it was the worst. No, Uh, no. Oh, sorry. Let me take two. Let me do it again. But wait, wait, ran everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He took. He he (laughs) sold you your ticket. He made you your drink. He He did did five. He seated you, and then he do the five minutes. And he yelled at your mom when she said, "Hey, can you seat us?". That guy was weird. (laughs) I. I, But uh, for some reason. It was weird. Did you ever go up to his apartment, and he'd show you his like, no. collection of uh, of action figures? What? Yeah. Why did I say that with such a surprise? Because Tom? you assumed the uh, blowjob on somebody's part was next. <laughs> but uh but no, the weirdest thing about his collection is that like they were just they were arranged like they were at a store. They were in the containers on rack. Doesn't every action
1: figure yeah. aficionado have them organized as if a store to so. come in and yeah, appraise yeah, it's them? So oh,
0: good. Look, they're still Ooh, in the package. He Man and Raphael. You should just open a store here. <laughs> but uh, but like but no, I like the idea what you're saying about about your the people that that you hang out with. We don't think about that enough. Well, I mean, I do all the time because I know who my guy, I knew who they were, who was I was eating with in New York mm. at two in the morning. Mm. You know, it was me and Ross and CK and Atel, wow. Silverman, Todd Barry. That's uh, fucking crazy. Now, yeah.
1: but now how about pre stand up though? Do, do you have those friends, whether it's high school, middle, middle school, yeah. that you go, wow, these guys wore. Uh, I could bounce stuff off of, but they were also funny in their own right enough to help I, curate the uh, skill set.
0: I wasn't as funny. I was kind of a smartass in high school right. and junior high more, but then I hung out with some guys in high school who were, I think, funnier than me. And then in college, you know, I, I think I got funnier again. Yeah, but I was more of a smartass in Hebrew school than anywhere else. I think probably that's where you find your voice. Well, that was uh, that's where I made teachers cry. So I, that's kind of my voice in a good way. I don't know. No, no, you weren't killing. No, I was like, uh, I was just relentless That's at awesome. being
1: disruptive. That's awesome. I would and love it, to see the Wonder Years no. version. I mean, if we, it's, it's
0: the worst. It if we can terrible. bring Marin back,
1: maybe we can get. It was some, just like, like this
0: poorly parented kid that was unmanageable and you know causing trouble in the class. But I funny. got kicked out of a high of a private school. And they wrote a letter to my parents saying Mark has the wrong kind of leadership qualities. Oh my God, that's specific. That's my memoir. That's my next book. <laughs> the wrong kind. That's what I'm a comedian. The wrong kind of leadership qualities. I mean, that's degenerate territory. Yeah, for sure. The wrong kind of leadership. Yeah, the also, wrong kind of leadership qualities. But let's We suggest a military school for Mark. Yikes! What kid though has any leadership qualities? Some of them, I guess. Look at your sports captains and bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. They, anyone who's at in a club. And it really should be the people that are getting laughs. I guess no, they're the rogues. Yeah, yeah they're just right. trying not to, you know, get in too much trouble. They're just trying to charm their way through life. So you talk back to the teachers? Yeah, I wow. got one of them. popped me in the face. Once. Oh my god! So so Seattle. That's okay. so weird. I forgot about that. Com- the yeah. reality of it. So did you go Started to college? There. You I went to, college? to USC out
1: here. Uh, was in the acting school at USC. You uh, were? Oh yeah. Uh, for four years. For four years with I got. I'd say maybe a uh, 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 year and a half uh, paid for with, you know, academic stuff. And yeah. then my grandparents helped me out with the semester. My mom a did a single mom financial lo- aid thing for, I mean, we just paid off my loans probably five years ago. And that was a good school, right? Great school. Great and acting then you program. you go back to Seattle? Uh, no, stayed out here. So came out here in 01, graduated so- from high school in June in Seattle from Shortgrass, and then came to LA in August. So how'd you start comedy in Seattle? So I, right before I left, I did one open mic just to go at, just and giggles, at Giggles, just to feel like I'd been on stage before I come to L.A. Because for whatever reason... But you wanted to do comedy. Uh, loosely at that point. I, SNL was a dream for a while. And okay. so um, it, it was. I knew a lot of those guys had stand-up backgrounds. Right. And so when I got to uh, L.A., the acting school was so, the BFA program was rigorous, class 9 to 6 and then a show 6 to 11. Hmm. And then I was in a fraternity, so I had no- Of course you were in a fraternity. Yeah, but, but barely, even, barely no, around. No, no, no. Why Why would you even think to join one? Uh, more friends, meet more people. All right. Guess what? The things <laughs> that suck about fraternities- <laughs> suck and I acknowledge that. Right. Did I make a lot of friends? Yeah. Right. Were some of the guys was I the funny guy? Yeah. Would I dress up in characters right, yeah. and do fun things to the pledges instead of like take out my uh, you know yeah. the shit that sure. I had on these sure. people that I don't know? Uh-huh. Uh, no. I would do goofy shit. And you, act you don't like- have
0: to defend it? I think I do. You're a frat guy. That's what. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do I like to party? Do I like to have a good time? Yeah. But the, uh, the uh, negative parts of the fraternal sure. Uh, world, yeah. I do not embody. Okay, and I yeah. do not support. There is a way to do that whole world without a lot of the dumb shit that
0: guys who Maybe come into that should be like some. A and I do feel thing. like I'm running for office. Yeah, this yeah. is something you should work on changing <laughs> and
1: allow these kids to pick carrots <laughs> over pizza. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. there is something about that experience that was also uh, instrumental. you Still because friends of, with those guys? A handful. Okay, uh, some of them have done amazing things. There oh, yeah. are some that are tied. I mean, look, being at USC right. from small town right. uh, suburban Washington, I'd be in school and I'd be, you know, you're around first of all, you know, people with money that you didn't know was possible. Being in uh the frat one night being like I need to go make some copies for this paper, someone's like, "Oh, go use this kid's store. Uh, mm-hmm. This kid's dad's store." I go, yeah. "Oh, he's got a copy store open." Oh, he's like, "Yeah, Kinko's." Yeah, yeah. That type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um So you knew the Kinko's area? <laughs> You said that like you got kicked out of the frat and didn't get a chance to, to chum it <laughs> up to with hang up. I did know the kid goes there, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he went on Shark Tank with him and his brother yeah. is what I heard. Boy, that's and a they, big payoff. And they got, they yeah. got, they got uh, ridiculed because they were coming from money. Somebody sent me the clip a little bit ago. So USC is formative with the acting stuff, and then I start doing YouTube videos, and then stand-up, and then I graduate,
0: and I work at Universal Studios as a tour guide. Wait, 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 you're rushing. So... So you do one spot before you go to college. One spot. And then you go and you do fraternity. I do a yeah.
1: couple frat party stand-up-wise, yep. and I study abroad in London my junior year to do Shakespeare and all that stuff, and uh, I do so a couple- real acting, full acting <laughs> Oh yeah, shit. full on. Yeah. So the program was great. I did a few bar shows while I was out there, because I, again, it was just something I, I did. I'd done- What's a bar show? A bar show in London. Like, okay. I don't know where they Not a do club. stand-up. like a okay. uh, like, not like a, a nice, like a Virgil out here, but like a, a true bar. Okay. And it just where stand-up was and somebody who- You were out there for a semester uh, or a, a year? semester and a half, yeah. Okay. And about six months. Doing the Shakespeare. Doing Shakespeare, plays, seeing plays, just, again, a full program. All the kids that I knew that were out there studying abroad had class Monday through Wednesday. I fucked up and, and did a program that was class Monday through Friday, so I couldn't travel every weekend like most of the kids I knew were doing. Well, that's it, but, why they go. Yeah. yeah. But Wednesday, but yeah, I went for an actual education, but went to Amsterdam and, uh, and that was great. Ada McFlurry in front of a girl in the red light district yeah. and, and danced with her simultaneously. Yeah. I'll yeah. never forget that. That that was it. That was, was the my, extent of it. Yeah, I wish this story had a better ending. <laughs> I wish I could say I brought the McFlurry into the room. No. She gave me a discount. I,
0: no, I, it, it, it's nothing good about that. I did I was in Amsterdam and I just I, I looked at them and I went up and said, "You got to look." Yeah, but it's like it's 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 like I don't know. It's kind of sad, isn't it? It's very sad. All right.
1: I think what was more sad is that I felt like I was taunting her with my delicious treat. Oh, I don't really? even think she wanted sex from me. Yeah.
0: She looked at my, you know. But they, she definitely didn't want it from me.
1: <laughs> Maybe. I love that I just created this idea that, the, that they're in there. Yeah, yeah. Look at that they yeah. want. Yeah. Look no, at that kid.
0: <laughs> Get him in here. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so-, so after college, After college you graduate. and you live here, you say, well, I'm gonna I do stayed. it. I'm gonna do the
1: acting. Thing. Oh yeah. Well the program was just so rigorous and, and I uh and at that point I, I truly had stripped away all my musical theater uh bullshit and felt like I had, you know, at least some tools to start. But again you do not have much to build on when you graduate. So I worked at a casting office um, uh, for three, four years, and then was doing open mics, and then yeah. was uh, in acting class, and was doing the YouTube videos, and- um, What YouTube videos? I mean, just making sketches with my buddies. So uh, you're doing,
0: and you're doing open mics at where? Open,
1: I mean, Ha Ha Store, Laugh Factory, and now then like, work, so I'd work a full day at Universal, right? Like, well, I was Wolverine for a little bit, then hosted the Fear Factor live show, and then the tour guide. So, so, so these
0: I'd, are acting jobs?
1: I mean, that's why I loved working at the theme park. So you're, you're flexing it, that muscle,
0: right? You're Wolverine.
1: Wolverine, not so much. I got in trouble for improvising a lot as Wolverine because like, my boss was like, "Well, just doing jokes too." Yeah, like yeah. I'm. So then when I was a 1940s cop, fucking full range to do and say whatever. But what were you doing? How'd you fuck up Wolverine? I mean, I took out like a, a squirt gun at one point, yeah. was shooting a bunch of tourists in the back, and like she was like, "You can't have." squirt gun as Wolverine like that yeah. doesn't add well, up
0: we got you the, got blade fingers exactly right? yeah. and then I would say I would make jokes too yeah. and they were just like Wolverine's not funny oh yeah um yeah. so the limitations of Wolverine at the theme park were holding you back a little
1: I think so <laughs> I ran over a kid's foot um as
0: Wolverine yeah with what kind of vehicle
1: uh, an ATV oh. three times a day myself Storm Captain America Green Goblin and Spider-Man yeah would parade around the park yeah and uh and we'd pull out in these atvs and a kid ran up and yeah. he wanted to take a picture and i was holding up the caboose of this big uh party train and yeah. and i he i take the picture i'm like hurry up bub we gotta do it real quick you know and um and uh, i know it's like wolverine's right here and uh and i i look over and i think the kid's gone and i just i rev it up and i take off and i feel my wheel go up and over something mm. and so i turn back at the kid because i stop and i was like Cranked. oh shit. Sobbing. Yeah. So now I'm just rummaging through my brain of like, what do I say? Do I say, do you hang in do there, you bub? Do I do you, say, do you kill him? Oops. Do I fucking kill him? So there's <laughs> <Turn> no <laughs> <him> way. <laughs> do I stab him with my plastic claw? Yeah. I don't say anything because I couldn't think of what to say. Yeah. So I end up just staring him down and driving away. So this kid's because I looked at him and I was like, he was crying and I was like, what do I say? Is he okay? You don't even know. Did he break his feet? All I know is that people would come to the comedy store that night when I would do the uh, potluck and hold up pictures and go. Hey, we we took a picture with you today. We thought we recognized you. And I was like, hey, man, can you just let me have this? Yeah, yeah. Can you not bring... Shh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, so That's funny, thing. dude. It yeah.
1: Hey. hey, hey. <laughs> That's, seen it, man. <laughs> That's my other life. Tommy doesn't <laughs> know about <laughs> that. That's my other life. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> but then uh but then the Bobby Lee took me on the road and uh and so that wait, got so me you- out of the universal gig finally.
0: Oh, okay. So you're doing enough open mics and you're putting together like 10, ten fifteen. Putting minutes.
1: together 10, 15, and just I mean, going for it. The ha ha. Well when you open really for kind- Bobby, you gotta kinda gotta do forty five, don't you? <laughs> minimum.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: Mark. Minimum. There were nights where he was like, "I'm not feeling it." <laughs> do an hour, and I was like, "What?
0: He's going to do 20? Yeah.
1: Oh man, I God bless Bobby oh, Lee because that God. guy fucking it, it was very ge- gave me a
0: lot of great work. That's but a man, tough opening gig, but where man, the headliners like you're going to have to cover most of the time. I think
1: it was San Jose. I'm not even joking. I yeah. did 45, At the and he goes, "I'm doing. T- I think he did. I think he did 18 minutes. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah." No one had a problem with it. They loved seeing him. They loved it. Yeah. Uh, but so, well, yeah. You know, it's
0: not like you're up there tanking. You can do it.
1: I think I had, I mean, look, that was one of the things, too, having more
0: time. But you I, also know that they're sort of like, why does he keep
1: going? Thank you. <laughs> you think I wanted to be up to that long? Like, 20, 20 or 25 of just pounding away, I felt good on. And then it was like, the extra 10, 15, sometimes 20, people are, looking around like why the is fuck is right? it yeah. yeah is it where's bobby is everything okay the haha gave me oh, but, a lot oh, yeah. of work that wasn't bringer your shows or open mics and so bobby takes me on the road bobby takes me on the road and so i'm getting a lot of and i remember tommy would uh this before i got past and he was like he just he told me i'm a road comic and i'm like what do you want me to do i'm getting a chance because he's like you're never here to do sundays mondays yeah do the three minutes here and i was like Ugh. i mean i come hang out every other <laughs> day three minutes here uh the three minutes yeah and i and I, I had to tell him without uh being a dick i was like look man the, the amount of times i i stay and i sign up and then you tell me that people pop in and it's not gonna happen tonight yeah. it takes a toll on you and so then i go well fuck it i'll go to the haha tuesday through thursday where they're giving me stage time on like real time yeah real time and then yeah. go on the road with bobby and try to build it up that way because that's what you find and i'm sure you know you could talk circles about this where it's like there's no fucking blueprint but you i i had this idea of what the blueprint was it was like okay go to these shows and do this and then try to get in here and hang out here and yeah but it's like at some point it was like i just need to get stage time where i can get it uh i mean whether it was driving to fucking san diego to do the stats and then driving right back so i could strap on the claws the next morning yeah and then uh yeah, strap
0: on the claws yeah
1: i mean yeah, yeah. they took it, that was sad too when they finally fired me to take the claws back that Your was plastic claws yeah oh they fell off one day in a group picture because I did. I them together, and I've never. I still have nightmares of the kids who gasped because they thought that, that Wolverine had just been dismembered. Ugh. And um, yeah, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. party wants to be like, "Hey, man, fucking, this isn't real." That guy's <laughs> name is Chad. He drives an Escalade with a bumper sticker that says, "Nobody's ugly after two a.m." You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. not Captain America. Yeah. But you don't want to break the facade or the fourth wall because well, these we, kids really think you're the real people. Come on, they do not. How old are they? Oh man, it spans the gamut (laughs) I mean, I've talked to Man, I, I talked to uh, uh, Dave Matthews in Full Character one time with his family after a show, and he, I broke character, and he was like, because he was like, is there a place to get a drink around here? And I was like, there a, when I was a New York cop, and I go, oh, yeah, uh, you know, there's a, a little Irish bar right there. I, I, I walk you there. You seem like a guy who, who can throw a couple back, huh? and i you're here with your kids, and they, yeah, yeah, that can be a lot, just, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, so, you know, so we start walking, and then I just go, hey, man, I go, I was at the show last night, fucking great. And he goes, oh, shit. He goes... Can you break character? I go, dude. You think I want to fucking be here? And he starts <laughs> laughing. And then he wanted to buy me drinks in the bar. And I was like, I would love nothing more. But you C- know, couldn't drink with Dave Matthews because he couldn't get fired from. If I was fired from a 1940s New York cop theme park job, yeah. I think it would have sent me into a
0: spiral. So when? Okay, so you quit the thing and you're doing the comedy. When did the acting start? Because you've done a lot of shit. Like you're that guy. Yeah, we're well, about lot. to
1: go on the go on the list. Start reading a couple credits. No, don't do that. People, people,
0: people Why don't, don't you tell me- care. No, they care. Do they? But, but I mean, but like, what have you done? My
1: fiance did tell me to start telling on stage uh, during this Pam and Tommy run to at least have people say that because she goes, because I I'm really bad at that. I never I when people are like, what do you? I just I'm like, why? The first
0: you. time I think I saw you uh, was it or noticed was in uh, Eliza's movie. Oh, cool. Because that was like a real part. Yeah. And the hacks, you came up to me. and Yeah, were, hacks were cool. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the the, club, the, yeah. the shitty club comic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, I'm starting to see you around, but right. you were in a lot of shit before that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Paul and Fee you- gave me uh, quite a bit of love and uh, The Heat and, and Small Parts and Ghostbusters. I do think I saw Spy. that. I
0: didn't see those.
1: Uh, it's fine. And uh, did you see According to Jim in 2007? No. I was uh, one episode of that. I was good, good for you. Back. I'll good. I'll send you the link. Yeah, thanks. And, um, It, uh, yeah, acting part though. Just give me your part. (laughs) Acting is what I I came here for. You got your real. (laughs) (laughs) Don't joke about that. I will. Uh, (laughs) No, it, it, acting is what I came here for.
0: I know, which is why I like. And usually that'd be a strike against you. Yeah, me like you know, like you just you just got you know, the, the comedy's just so I can get some parts. I know, but then you got stuck. Then you got stuck as a comedy. It's well, there's you know, <laughs> so funny. Do people ever ask you because you, uh, you know, you have have, have uh, been anything that I got. I was in my mid forties. No one's asking me anything. Yeah, but like, look at what you've done. No, I know, but I mean, no one's saying like he just got into to be an actor,
1: right? Of course. But how do you feel with it now? Well, actually, I guess stand up was you were uh, dug in quite a bit before acting became I always, I'm still not that big of an actor, but I, I'm always, I'm a standup, but our, ok. So when I started, it was acting, and then I started doing stand-up. And now they're synonymous. And now I can't if you can't act, if you ask me to pick which people do, i
0: I will lean stand up, yeah, because it seems like you just it's just your nature. I mean, you, you I mean, see the the thing about acting, really, especially when you're doing it, how you're doing it, which is you're working a lot, but it's a job, you know, it's a yeah, job. Yes, and you don't have a lot of choice. Yes. and you have to figure out how to make it a great job because yes. it's your dream yes but a lot of times it's just sort of like alright you're 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 on camera for 30 seconds and then it's like alright we're just gonna relight no the yeah. and they are like fuck that's three hours yes and then you come back and do the same 30 seconds yes. and you're like alright so you're gonna you're gonna do this again tomorrow yes you know, like, whatever finding ways to be
1: motivated and to enjoy it but it's why but this is why stand up is so fucking incredible but just,
0: like you do hacks though and then it's a great little part
1: yes and you do, right that gets you a little exposure the payment and Tommy thing is a little uh, you like bump. doing it right? I but, love it I, I also back to the theater Stuff I love the I, I love the collaborative right. Um, even Paul Feig just threw me a little part in his uh, Netflix movie uh, that's um, with Charlie Stern and, and Ben Kingsley and and even working with him it was like just the the, the f- trying to figure it out. He's I like nice I like yeah, to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. and we did season two of Young Rock in Australia. But here's like a great point of why I can't just you know I was like all right take a little break from stand up take a few weeks off um, d- while you're shooting to to not do sets. And man, I had probably my longest day on a Friday, but uh, the young comics who I become friends with, uh, this kid, Zach uh, was like, Hey, I got you an hour spot at sit down comedy club in Brisbane, which is like an actual comedy club, which was an hour away from me. And, and I was like, fuck, I can't do a full day. I'd already been up from three to do some other shit and shot all day. And I get off and I was like, I got so Jones to go do it. And so I took an hour Uber and went there and it was awesome. I'm so glad I did. But also that got me through the shoot day because I was, I knew I had that. Waiting for me, right, right, right. as a reward yeah, almost. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And so, so I guess it that's was like,
0: good in Brisbane. I didn't
1: love Brisbane. Oh, it was, Brisbane. Awesome. It yeah. was good. Yeah. yeah, I mean this this club, the stage is real high. The crowd was a little older, but um, but yeah, fun. I mean, yeah. again, it was there were some some or bar shows I did, but they they love American comedy. No, I I do okay. Yeah. I think in Sydney and Melbourne, but yeah, Brisbane
0: yeah. was sort of like I don't know, it's like Texas. It
1: yeah, like- I did say I did because I start. I remember when I got on stage, they said, "Thank God you're not Mark Maron." And then when I got off. They said yeah, yeah. something else sure sure you know anti-Semitic yeah, yeah, yeah. but they not for me right. f- to pass on to you so. yeah
0: right they were like thank God you're not Mark Maron, but it'd be better if you weren't a Jew but you tried but yeah yeah that's yeah. nice yeah and that made you feel good felt I felt hey, great that's all I can do is try <laughs> uh, well they well they like their voices they do <laughs> <laughs> hilarious I. Do. <laughs> I do a lot of voices. Yeah, I do voice. I like the act outs. That's so funny because your first impulse was like "fuck you," <laughs> and then you somehow managed to stifle I, that. Yeah, I own do like that. The, the you fat know, kid that you are. I'm
1: too. trying to get, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to get the fat kid will never go away. I'm trying <laughs> He'll to take it. The fat kid will take it, dude. Burr when yeah. Burr came on uh, uh, my podcast and he goes, uh, he had called. There was this great moment where he butt dialed me. Yeah, and he's never called me. Right. Do you ever have someone in your life like this where you go? We've got a text relationship, never call.
0: Never, and then it so rings. I
1: look down, it rings. It says Bill Burr, and I go. Oh man, and, I, and I'm telling Burr this, and I go, this happened you know, yesterday. And he's sitting there listening, and I go, I go, man, I kind of sat up, I kind of you know fixed my chops and kind of you know tightened my collar. And he goes, he goes, I just saw your whole childhood. He goes, you really were the fat kid, weren't you? Your <laughs> snacks were your friends. He goes, go on, yeah, okay. And so, how did I disappoint you? Because it wasn't really me calling you, and it was such a, a, a light bulb yeah, yeah, yeah. shining on me, yeah. but. When did you let me ask you this? Because I'm tr- just yeah. going back because it's still uh, I'm still hanging on you uh, saying I do uh, that I do voices, and uh-huh. I'm trying to in this year dig deeper into I guess myself yeah. and, and me and, and sure. Adam Ray and just the sure. stuff that I've gone through and yeah. and I and I'm doing it in chunks yeah um is there a point when you um like look I've got a white rapper brother-in-law named Derte there's yeah. a lot of material there sure. Uh, a lot of stuff that I want to talk about that I You're feel like your older sister, my sister, yeah, oh, my, yeah? my uh, the sister I grew up with, yeah, married a white rapper brother on him Derte, huh? YouTube is music, he's got some hits out there. Okay, he's got a good. That's a good plug in. So, what are you asking me? At what point do you just go fuck it, fuck, uh, fuck these um, the 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 feelings of the people? Yeah. That in my family, I just need to talk about this oh. stuff. Well, I mean, and I mean not,
0: but you can talk about it. Like, you know, I throw my parents under the bus pretty hard and they can take it. But like, see, uh, I don't
1: know if my, well, I, I do with my mom in a certain way, but I think she can't love her, You love her. Yes. But your dad, I've got some stuff about my stepmom, right? My, yeah, the sure. woman who, uh, that my dad married, uh, that, that is probably not as funny, but sure. it's like, what's going on with your dad? i was chilling right now. I was a was a doctor just retired from 50 years of being. Um, but you get along with him? Great, uh, and I think because I we didn't really have much young, when I got uh, when I was younger, right. and then uh, right wanted to have the relationship when I got older. Yeah,
0: and you, so you had the relationship when you're older. Yeah, you don't resent the fact that you didn't have him around because no, because I because my mom crushed it, and yeah. it was like
1: again things happened how the I wouldn't sure. be this if yeah. I uh, right. I just start breaking down crying uh, if he was around. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's like my mom. She played both parts, and uh, and I'm fine with that. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think it's almost greedy when people
0: want two parents. Sure, one's enough. Yeah, I I think you're probably better off raising yourself. Thank you. <laughs> in my in my particular situation, yeah. <laughs> I think they were obstacles. To be honest. With you. Could have uh, g- giving me to a couple more responsible people it would have been great
1: did you get to a point though where you were where you truly just were like on stage and you felt like I guess a um almost a release in the way you were talking about what was happening with you and in your life and and making it funny but not feeling like you were well, there's
0: like you know there's an excitement to it and, yeah. and then you know to polish it I mean certainly y- you know coming from the point of view of like if you were to talk about being a fat kid or you to talk about you know to you yeah yeah and but also you know making a choice over football you know to to do song and dance stuff. Yeah. Would well, you talk about that? No. I mean, like there's like, there's a lot of stuff there that yeah. if you wanted to be, but it's a whole different thing. Yeah. And you're like a guy because you go up early or because you open, you feel like you have to kill right away. Mm. So at some point, you know, you're going to have to let that go and really workshop shit. Well, that's why the the road I love. Yeah. Because when I'm doing an hour
1: or hour, yeah, you, 20, got to, you got to pretend like it, you have the time. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I'm just walking into these fucking just. slam city. <laughs> And you're the mayor. <laughs> you're quick. This is why you host your podcast. No, no, and no. not just a guest no, on that, it. But I'm
0: not kidding though, because no, that's no, how course. you write. You've I also mean,
1: only uh, seen me early. You haven't seen me. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't see me in the uh, the late store spots, or even now when I'll still do 11:15, no, 15 15 balls. But
0: I mean, even when you go on the road, but that's what it's for. If, you, if of you're course. killing, then you, get, you try new shit. That's what I mean. I
1: do feel it is, uh, and I don't know what that. I also feel like especially um when you're doing these shorter spots sometimes around now, yeah. that you, oh, you gotta, gotta Yeah,
0: you gotta kill. And you know and you, you gotta get, you, you get, gotta hit it. And also if you don't get if you don't hit it, there's party of that's sort of like, I'm just gonna get through this. You know, I got I, I got these five bits right. and, and all I gotta do is this shit. Right. And then you get you get stuck in that. Yeah. You get the opener. You know, you know what you're going to open with, yeah. And then you got your. Well, I don't the-
1: I don't? I go up there. I mean, it's. Are oh, you do crowd work uh, at That's the top right. yeah, every yeah. time? Yeah. yeah, because I it has to. That makes it new for me because that way I don't. My plan. Right. Is completely abandoned. Sure. I have chunks in my head I want to do, and always a few new things so that the set is is worthwhile. But if I don't do some bullshitting up top, yeah. Because then it actually always I go I'm like I think I'm going to open with this, and then yeah. it always changes. And that right. way, it's a
0: completely organic. Uh, yeah, you gotta experience. make it. You gotta make it fresh. You know, I'm not judging you. I'm not. I know you're not. I, you're no, very supportive. I, yeah, no, I think you you're good. And I, I just, I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of like, uh, I know exactly. It's hard with the short spots to, to generate new stuff because yeah. you get used to stuff. And then if you if you take a shit in the middle of your set, then you got to put it back together in fucking yes. 45 seconds. Yes. <laughs> what yeah. are you
1: gonna do? But I. But back to your point of feeling the comfort of the store, I yeah. do feel. I don't feel the pressure of uh, needing to kill anymore. Right there, I I want to do well when it's a great crowd and the shows, whatever. And a lot of times now, there's just from where we live and having uh, more, you know, friends and people to come out and see you. Yeah, like let them or whatever. You know, you when that happens at the store, especially in the crowds, uh, hot. You want to deliver?
0: Sure. I I just don't know what what it means to kill. Like you know, like it seems to me that if I really want to set my my mind on killing, then it's I'm doing other something other than being present. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Is that like, I know the bits that are like, I could boom, ka boom yeah. and just sort of like, look at that. Look at that. Look at these fucking people laughing. Yes. And then like, you know, what is that? That's just sort of like, uh, it's- Exactly. It's why I do
1: crowd work, because I break the monotony of anything that I felt like was going to be Yeah, if you know how planned. to kill. Yes. So every there's time- There's no risk to it. I feel a uh, 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 sense of, um, you know, trust and confidence in myself. I feel like I'm growing each time when I do throw myself off course or dig a hole- that I hadn't planned on and then can try to get out of that by putting the set back together sure, and yeah. and getting to a bit that I hadn't planned on or starting something and then having it tie into something that I hadn't planned on doing. That's what you got to do. That to me is the most fun and that's, I feel like, uh, I feel like the crowd picks up on that. At sure. least it... it, it uh, the,
0: the spontaneity of yes. it. And also like, well, that's how I try it. That's how I work. I have yes. To,
1: uh, you, Patrice, Geraldo, Burr, these are guys that I uh, uh, really uh, looked up to when I started uh who have that have that flow the yeah. looseness that i feel like are conversational uh to a point to where it's um you know the you can't tell where the bits in the conversation I know, like
0: they, people say that to me when i get off now it's like would you just make all that up i'm like no i awesome. worked hard for- yeah for
1: sure you get pissed yeah because that's your <laughs> tone yeah
0: well i don't quite get pissed but no, it's sort yeah. of like I no mean- i've seen you
1: throw a backpack yeah 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 <laughs> you had a backpack last time i saw you did i and a bunch of new pins on your jacket did i Remember, I complimented you on your uh, your right. pins. That's right. That was another great there thing. It was pins. like there
0: was two pins. I don't have a lot of four years. It was it was a
1: lot of pins for a jacket. Yeah.
0: No, it's like two pins. The other day, two new know, pins. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't have. I'm not like Adam Egget. I have ninety. Right. Well, that's pins. a lot of
1: decals and patches. No, only like one or two a couple pins. couple
0: yeah. like one of them was a comedy store pin. Exactly. Okay. What backpack?
1: You like the guy that wears the band T-shirt to the show, right? No, <laughs>
0: I'm not. Have you done that? Nope. I see people do it with you me. You judge that person. Well, no, I would never. Or oh, that really. wear Mark
1: Marin shirts to the yeah, show. Yeah, and I and? like it. It's nice. Of course, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I'm not that guy. I be, I can barely wear t-shirts with things on them. I go through phases where I'm like, I don't want anything on my shirt. How did you feel when we were on the same flight? Uh, to Utah that was nice and we and you we, were going to Adam Devine's bachelor uh, party <laughs> bachelor party in the mountains somewhere this guy gets married in Mexico and he has a bachelor party where you got to drive in Lake hours. uh
1: no the uh, the Ozarks okay yeah the Ozarks. your response was so oh my god you hey I just I applauded the because hey talking across the aisle I would have been fine if you had said what up and then put on your headphones and yeah. been like I'll see you back in LA right but you you you, 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 <laughs> you had a couple going. gabs back and forth, and then you said, and I said, I'm going to Lake of the Ozarks for Adam's bachelor party. You go, oh, uh, uh, oh, awesome, yeah. great, yeah. that'll be, oh, that'll be, yeah, that yeah. sounds awesome. And then I go, yeah, and then and then and then once we started walking off the uh, the plane, you asked more and more questions. <laughs> you just had this very real moment where you go, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it turned out, I mean, it was such a shit show. Yeah. But you you saw the debauchery that w- hadn't even gone down yet, yeah, which got me even more excited for it yeah, just so yeah, i yeah. could uh, it was fun yeah it was great yeah. i mean again divine is a midwest nebraska omaha kid that yeah. has been drinking since he was 12 yeah so you truly get to find out what your liver is capable of right i'm yeah. a you know one parent north seattle didn't drink until got forced drank when i was in this summer stock production of the whiz yeah. by the director gave me a shot of tequila when i was 14 oh. and um where'd that end up I mean that was I then my next drink was college after that.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that so, did it. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> awful. <care>. Just
1: burned. <laughs> wow, weed though. Weed I I found uh, at the end of high school. Yeah. thank God the end.
0: So now what? So what's happening? You're going on tour.
1: I'm going. I'm I'm uh, on pretty much uh, every weekend right now. com for all the tour dates. Yeah, uh, a lot of great clubs. Um, and you're and headlining.
0: Headlining. Yeah. Headlining for since. I'm not again. Don't get defensive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you tell? I mean, it's like. There's so many people still in my life, at least, that will, you know what it goes back to? I remember when I first yeah. graduated college and I would have uh, friends from the fraternity from uh, back home in Seattle yeah. that would go, you still yeah. doing the comedy yeah, thing? I know, I know. Just my, because they I, they go, my what? My parents used to do that. They go, I don't see you on a billboard. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen you on you know, Hulu. How come you're not on TV? How come you're not on TV? I saw you on that Jim Belushi thing, but you just you just yeah. said a couple things.
0: And you're like, well, here's a list of my resume. I'm in a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah. it's no, Everyone has their I own know. idea of what it is. They're like, sort of like, you know that guy? And they always mention a more famous guy. <laughs> What's why, why can't you be... Adam Devine seems to be your friend. <laughs> oh, why? Yeah, well, how, how, do what he's doing. Yeah. Why can't you be a modern family? Fucking
1: ridiculous. But But uh, tour right now, and then yeah. a podcast about last night, and... um. Uh, Pam and Tommy's out now Young Rock season 2 Is out now on NBC And then I'm in the show What's that
0: like? Chris, like Is that like Chris Rock show No it's about Dwayne The Rock Johnson's life no, I know but like,
1: But it's when he was a kid Right It's So it's three different Time periods in oh, his okay. life He's okay. running for office In 2034 Yeah And then it's flashbacks To 10, 15, and 19 And I play Vince McMahon Who you know Created the WWE And was a you know Father figure mentor To uh, Dwayne And uh, so that's season 2 And then great. And then Gaslit Comes out April 24th With, uh, with your girl uh, Betty Betty Gilpin uh, Yeah uh, I'd say oh. uh, Julie Roberts and Sean Penn about um, the Watergate break I play Ron Ziegler, Nixon's press secretary. So, again, just uh, another who's that guy playing that guy. Oh, great. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, but but that's good. But that's, it's great. Character acting is the best. I mean, those are the guys that have the longest careers.
1: I also came out here to act, and this has been the best year for it, and so, uh, and it's afforded more opportunities with stand-up, which is all I I see you guys doing the, uh, the theaters and, and all that, and it's... Uh, I'll be forty in June, and it's it's a stacking of the chips. I want to get better every year. I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself, uh, maximize the family time, and uh, and just get better. And it's like when I see, like, remember when I saw you in Montreal uh, at uh, some theater in the round, almost had an amphitheater vibe. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's funny. There's certain shows, uh, and I want to make a point to tell you this that I, that are just like stained in my brain as as things that just, uh, and hours that I've seen that go. Man, I just I. I want to get to that. You know, I can envision it. Yeah, where it's like getting at that level where I have that size of a room. Yeah, you know, I've opened for people in those rooms. Sure, um, but uh, but to get there where the people are, because everyone was there for you. Oh, that and was that, that
0: nice one, the Palace of Arts. Yes, like yeah, it was nice. hey, That's a nice theater.
1: It was cool because the ovation you got when you came out was so uh, so welcoming and so deserved, and and it was just a cool thing where you go, oh man, when you. Sticking with this is a big part of it. Yeah, uh, evolving um, and being committed to it, like like you are. Yeah, and, uh, no um, choice. No choice. Exactly though. Yeah, but then but then having all these people, everyone was there for you. There yeah. might have been a couple people that were being like, just uh, wandered in from the street. Yeah, is this Arch Barker? Yeah, he let yeah, himself yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but no, mostly. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, Australia's finest. Is he still there? I think so. Mm. Um, but anyway, so that was a uh, that was a cool thing to see, and it's it's definitely always been in the. I don't have vision board stuff, but like as far as like wow, getting to that point to where people are coming out to see you. for you get, and and to, uh, and to enjoy going. it because yeah. I you know I do my thing on the road and I the shows are fun and great and people walk away and and it's always bittersweet because they walk away and just in DC at the Improv which was the that's a good room. probably the best uh, room I had sales wise yeah. in, in my career to this point and having people that have come out who'd come to shows before is yeah. is special and and yeah. uh, but you just go you get a taste of it and you go fuck I. Like, how do you make it I bigger? To, how do you make it bigger? Yeah, you selling T-shirts? I'm not. You sell? I've what, got merch. You uh, got merch uh, on my website, but I I, I haven't yeah. brought it out uh, on the road enough it's because pain. I it's a pain.
0: I know, man. Then you got to sit there. I, Even yeah. if you had a bad show, you got to sit there. like, anyway, I'm not going out there with my <laughs> CDs. <laughs> I'd rather just chill it up with people and yeah. have. Uh, that and that show sucked. I'm keeping the T-shirts
1: yeah. in here. <laughs> I definitely have done that. <laughs> I just give them to the staff, and uh, then I'm just losing money, yeah. but. Yeah. But it's fun, man. And this was a, this was a treat, you know, as I, I've told you every time when I see at the store, certain episodes that I uh, that I dig. I mean, the fact that I am sitting in the same chair where Obama has sat, George Clooney and Dean Del Rey, I mean- Dean Del Rey,
0: Clooney was on Zoom, but- uh, but well, it yeah, feels like Clooney Josh, was sitting there. Josh Brolin, how's that?
1: Wow. Yeah. I saw right him at a there. bar in Venice once. Oh, wow. He was
0: like my third celebrity encounter when I got to LA. He's got a very familiar vibe. Like, you look at him, he'll look at you like, hey, buddy. Incredible, Yeah. Huh? yeah. Wow. He's a good guy. I think. Homies. How many people do you uh continue the none, uh none. Not more than once. One or two exchanges and then we're not and friends. who is that? It's a two way street, but I don't like I mean there are people that like will You've got will, your friends will reach out to me sometimes that I've had on the show and I'm always surprised. Like if I get a text from John Ham, I'm like, Hey, this ham, give me a text. Cool. You know, uh me and Guillermo del Toro almost became friends, but I don't know if something happened. What? It did, went south very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what I did. That's why I can't do it. What about because Clooney? Clooney's very he nice seems like guy. He loves you. Uh, yeah, yeah, but no, we don't. I don't have his number. No Italy invites. No nothing. But um no candy club invites. Nothing. 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 Brad Pitt. When I see him, he loves me. Yeah, but, but no, I don't nothing. have his number. No. But it's parties. better off. Yeah. Because then, like, it is. Is it when you're with, it's like, it's like, uh like, it's like being with a, it's like texting with a chick you just meet, right? Right. Because you don't know how you're, well, you're going to fuck it up. And so if you're texting with one of these big stars, and all of a sudden they're not texting you anymore, you're like, oh goddamn it, <laughs> I blew it. I blew it with Clooney. I don't. What do <laughs> they say? Let me scroll back and see, how did I fuck it up with Clooney? I blew it with Clooney is the name of your next album. (laughs) Yeah, we I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I I, I keep my distance. (laughs) I I respect their autonomy. (laughs) You read the room. I respect their autonomy as major celebrities. I love that. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. I'm going to text you, though. I can text you. I appreciate it. All right, man. I'll text back. Okay. That was Adam Ray, the podcast about last night. Uh, you can get it where you get podcasts and AdamRayComedy.com for his tour dates. Now here's some guitar. I'm okay. I'm all right. It's a little strung out. From the road, from the travel, from the life. Monkey, LaFonda, Cat Angels everywhere.